<laughs> well, 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 folks. Yes, indeed. What a show. It's satire. It's Wacky Wednesday. And the little rat has got his tail in the crack. Was it a mistake in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were? Well, I don't want to use the word mistake. Well, but it was going to be too high a price. There will be deleterious collateral consequences collateral consequences collateral consequences if you go back and i ask anybody to go back over the number of times that i've said we've got to do everything we can to keep the schools open no one plays that clip they always come back and say fauci was responsible for closing schools i had nothing yeah. to do the schools should be closed i had nothing yeah. to do the schools should be closed i had nothing yeah. to do the schools should be closed particularly in areas where there's community spread the the schools should be closed freedom unbelievable it's wacky wednesday it's here it's time it's shtf time folks you bet we're going to be talking about that little rat that's right dr doom himself uh he's got himself in a pickle too bad he doesn't get injected with some of his own pickle juice you know the jim jones juice yeah folks propaganda uh, I think this morning I covered YouTube and the fact that they're not going to allow anyone to talk about the E word. I tell you what, the E word, you know, next Tuesday, we're going to call that playing Nintendo or Nintendo games. You bet. Anyways, <clears throat> speaking of propaganda and YouTube, uh, Jim Cramer of CNBC is not going to be censored, silenced, or given a strike for his use of state-run propaganda. That's right, folks. <laughs> the little idiot himself uh, decided to say that, you know, uh, propaganda is good as long as it's spreading the Cerveza bug agenda. And his statement was so foul, so wretched, so putrid that uh, even the co-hosts of the show were like, what is he talking about? Propaganda is good. Unbelievable. I mean, you know, I don't know what's really going through their heads. Do they think Jim Cramer's an idiot? Or do they think, why the hell was Jim Cramer admitting what we all know that we do? I'll tell you what, folks. It is Wacky Wednesday. It's SHTF. And I want to thank Michael Brown. He sent in a $10 cash app donation. Thank you, Michael, again. Uh, always on the, uh, always circling, keeping an eye on things, bringing information, opinion, thoughts. Michael Brown and the rest of you, thank you for showing up, but get your questions down below. Because after 30 minutes of my wacky, whacked out monologue, we're going to get to your questions. And they don't have to be wacky. They can be very serious as long as I get to put my satirical spin on it. You bet, folks. Uh, here we are. It has hit the fan, and we've got nothing, nothing, nothing but insanity. Yes, uh, Dr. Fauci. Little question for you, buddy. Little question, because I want everyone to take a wild freaking guess and uh, take a look at this uh, Jim Jones juice potential in Colorado. The House Minority Leader, a Republican, Hugh McKean, guess what? Well, he died from a heart attack. Well, yeah, he was 55, but, you know, surprise. Um, heart attacks, folks, happen. Cardiac arrest, right, coronary disease. But these days, when you're a high-level politician, even at the state level, you have a doctor. You get annual checkups. You get your cholesterol checked. You have your heart checked, all that stuff. So he has a heart attack? Did, did, he, did everyone suddenly forget? right? To go see their doctor? Or wait a minute. No, you were told you can't see your doctor. Yeah, but take a wild guess. I wonder what caused that. Hmm. 
Ah, uh, yeah, I tell you what, folks. Well, he was 55, but how about this? Let's take another wild freaking guess. Sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice yet again. Funny how the Jim Jones Juice loves to sponsor our program. Now, uh, we cover important people like politicians that keel over suddenly without explanation. We cover, well, young folks, super athletes, and other celebrity ding-dongs. Now, this time, fully juicinated, fully boosted author Julie Powell. Uh, dead. Cardiac arrest. Age 49. She's a food writer. You think that she would know something about health being a food writer? She's the author of Julie and Julia. Uh, I've never read it, but uh, you know what? Uh, when you when you are fully juicinated and fully boosted, you're bragging about that shit. Take a wild guess, huh? How about that? Are you convinced yet? Do you know enough to take a wild freaking guess? Huh? I mean, folks, it, it's it's not easy to find this stuff. It's not easy, but I mean, it's not hard either. Now, this is an important one right here, folks. This is an important one. Let, take a wild motherfucking guess at this one. Sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice yet again. It is the hat trick for the Jim Jones Juice. Hat trick meaning three goals in one game. Three times in one day. The JJJ. Three times hat trick. Only this time, folks. This is a biggie. A former... Democrat congressional candidate. He criticized anti-vaxxers. Guess what? He was bragging about his vaccination status on social media. Well, it's a flashback on this guy, folks. The Mr. I don't give a fuck what happens to anti-vaxxers, right? Just wanted to let you guys hear about this guy again. It's important, folks, to remember their attitude towards us. It's really important. Richard Rowe, right? Richard Rowe. Taking a look at this picture. Uh, yeah, he looks like a Richard. He looks like a big dick to me. Uh, yeah, what a special kind of guy. These people, folks, right? Should we give a fuck about them? Should we trust the science of Dr. Uh, Franken Fauci Stein? Ooh, I just made that shit up. Dr. Fauci Stein. Mr. T, get on that. I know you will, man. So I'm going to preempt you and go, Dr. freaking Fauci Stein. It should be the head with the stitches on it across here, like blowing off a, open and steam coming out the top like a whistle, right? That, this little clown, this little bastard right here. There he is. Oh, you can't see my mouth circling that little smug look of his. I've had it with that little shit. He is getting called into court, folks. Let's just get right on it, shall we? Right. I, I want to know, is justice going to be served? Dr. Fauci is going to be deposed on November 23rd in Missouri, Louisiana, over his social media collusion. The case, and folks, Gateway Pundit is one of the plaintiffs in this. And they're going to grill, hopefully. I hope the examination is going to be cordial and very precise. To the point, I want Dr. Fauci grilled on his lies. I mean, we're just a little itty-bitty, rinky-dink social media network called the Prepared Mind Network. And uh, we have managed to figure out exactly uh, who Dr. Fauci is. Mr. T put together that great intro with him lying and then lying about lying. <sighs> Unbelievable. Get your questions in down below. Your time is coming. We're 10 minutes in. And when we get to 30 minutes, it'll be your turn. Now, that's right. Fauci is going to have to be deposed. That means he's going to be put under oath. Put under earth. Oh, that's coming. Okay, folks. We've got a lot. We've got a lot to cover on this Wacky Wednesday. The people in D.C. are evil. These socialists are evil. They are the hand puppets of the World Economic Forum. 
who are running the show, these oligarchs who are pulling the strings and paying the bills. <sighs> but a member of the mainstream media, well, a minor mainstream media, uh, decided to put um, <clears throat> Uncle Festerman, Senate candidate from Pennsylvania, who says, ah, murderers in prison are like your grandfather. This guy is brain dead. So he's, he's asked on TV about his flopping failure of a debate against Dr. Oz, right? The TV doctor. <clears throat> Anyways, you know, they're like, uh, the news, the, the, the mainstream media is like, uh, uh, hello, this is, uh, this is the news. Can we speak with uh, uh, Mr. Festerman? I mean, Fetterman? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, this is WABC uh, Channel One uh, in um, in Philadelphia. We need to speak with Mr. Festerman. I mean, Fetterman, please. Yeah. Uh, oh, there you are, uh, candidate Fetterman. We believe that 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 it was a right wing, vast right wing conspiracy uh, the other night when you were debating Doctor Wizard of Oz, and and we really want to give you a chance to come on. You can read off a teleprompter. We'll give you the questions ahead of time so you can answer them. We need you to, to sound like a genius. We, we want you to sound like a rocket scientist. We want you to sound even better and more believable than Dr. Fauci. We're going to give you camera time, FaceTime, no cost to you, because we want people to vote for you because you're a Democrat. And we all know in the mainstream media how important and valuable Democrats are because we love you guys and we suck up to you all the time and we want to kiss your asses. That's right. So, uh, yes, yes, so. Yeah, come on down to the station, WABC Channel 1. Yeah, you know where it's at. It's on Suck-Ass Boulevard, uh, Philadelphia. So come on down and, and we'll talk, okay? I'll ask you a really simple question. And, and you got that? You, you aren't even making sense on the phone, uh, uh, Fetterman. Come on, man. What's your name again? Can you spell? No, no. Can you, can you do your ABCs? Maybe we'll just practice on that. We'll get you warmed up. You know what I'm saying to you? Okay, man, we'll see you. Uh, be there tonight. Be there at four. We'll do makeup. We'll get you all plastered white so you look like, uh, yeah, that guy on TV. Yeah, 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 Uncle Fester. Everyone remembers him. They liked him. He was a great character. Yeah, we'll do some makeup. Maybe we'll give you some Frankenstein stitches on your forehead and your neck. Uh, maybe we'll draw some eyeballs on that bulge on your neck uh, so it looks like you're growing another, another head. Maybe, yeah, two brains for the price of one. Great idea. Yeah, that'll go over great because everyone knows what Halloween is. We just had Halloween. Fabulous. Okay, Fester Man, we'll see you at uh, 4. Get there at 4. Be on at 5. Get you warmed up. Okay, take your medicine. There you go. Good boy. Eat your applesauce. Good boy. Bye-bye. See you soon. Anyways, so the anchor gets him on camera, and he asks him, he asks him, do you understand why people are questioning your ability to be our senator? <laughs> this is uh, <clears throat> this is what the news anchor asked him. Do you understand why people are questioning your ability to be our senator? And so his answer, folks, Festerman's answer is, quote, no, I, I believe that, that my support of fracking has always been, been one that in the past... <laughs> <laughs> totally steps on his, his own nutsack again. This guy, I mean, they're making it easy for me to be a smartass, right? His, his cognitive impairment, uh, he's wearing like a badge of honor. It should be a badge of disgrace, right? I mean, he, can, he can, can't string a sentence together. He lied about his, his views, you know, his fracking opinion during debate because he's going to lose votes in Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Anyways, his answer was, right, this is his clip that he said during the debate. I support fracking and I don't, I don't, let me try this again because it's hard to read what he wrote or what he said. I support fracking and I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. For real, folks, let me say those words again. And this guy wants to be senator. And Democrats are excited about voting for him. I support fracking, and I don't I support fracking, and I stand and I do support fracking. 
Have I made myself clear? No, no, you haven't. Folks, wacky, wacky Wednesday. Does anyone doubt why we're in SHTF? Because of people like this. People like the Pelosi's who still can't get their fucking story straight in California about how many people were in the house at 2 a.m. Who was and wasn't wearing underwear? How did they get in? Who broke the glass that broke it and knocked it outwards? How did someone break in and not trip the alarm system, security system, and get by the security guards who should have been guarding the house of the third most important person in American politics? And how many other people were in there? And how many were male and how many were female? What were their names? This is not a private investigation. This is a public matter. A crime has been committed. When crimes are committed, information is made public. Oh, unless it's an ongoing investigation and we can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Unless it's about Trump. All right. I said the thing that happens next Tuesday starts with an E that we're not allowed to talk about on YouTube, but we will use some super secret code words, Nintendo. So I could be talking about real Nintendo, or I could be talking about the E Nintendo. You get to decide right now. Down in Brazil. The Brazilian Nintendo games were voted on. That's right, folks. They voted on Nintendo. And the people, the police in Brazil, the people of Brazil, and the military of Brazil apparently all support uh, President Bolsonaro's <clears throat> effort to address the socialist attempt to steal Nintendo games. That's right, folks. Down in Brazil... There is an attempt to steal the national Nintendo games. And President Bolsonaro is not going to allow that. Now, now let's just take this. Instead of the E thing, what if there was a national treasure of Nintendo games and someone tried stealing them? And the people and the police and the military supported the president's effort to get those Nintendo games back. How could anyone argue with that? A crime has been committed. Injustice. And the people, the police, and the military want the president to do the right thing and use the law to fix the problem. Stolen Nintendo games. Well, like I said, all the facts seem to point to a 2022 Nintendo game theft down in Brazil. Stand by folks. More wackiness coming. There's going to be lots of Nintendo games being played next Tuesday. On into Wednesday. And into Thursday. And into Friday. I shit you not, it's going to get really stupid around here, folks. Really stupid when Nintendo hits America. And speaking of things just hitting America, folks. Guess what? President Biden is set to give a speech tonight. That's right, folks. The return of pedo Hitler is coming because of a threat of election deniers and political violence coming from the radical white supremacist, Nazi, neo-Nazi, white supremacist, slave uh, plantation owner, all the white people and and any of you Republican black people and any of you uh, Republican of any color, you could be Asian, you could be white, you could be from, I don't know, planet Mars. As long as you're a Republican, you're a white supremacist. <sighs> These fucking people, folks. So so let's go Brandon is going to come out tonight. Is, is he going to be bathed in red light? Is he going to have the military standing behind him as if he's about to command them? to go door to door and round up the undeniably, indespicably, uh, indubitably, <laughs> right? What did Hillary call us all, right? Well, well, 
there, there's so many bad words for us, folks. I just feel disposable. I feel like we are despised, right, by the left. How many more D words do they have, right? The left are a bunch of dunderheads. But they, folks, they want to send us to re-education camps, don't they? You bet. You bet. Uh, we're going to play a quick game now. Game, what did Hillary call Americans? As a pejorative term that really pissed everyone off back in the uh, <clears throat> the campaign of 2015 for the 2016 presidential race. Uh, yeah, what was the D word that Hillary used? <laughs> Anyways, tonight, pedo Hitler is going to be back. I wonder what kind of speech he's going to give. The threat of election deniers. How is that a threat? Just asking. Asking for a friend. How is that a threat to America? Well, I tell you what. Back in 2016, the Democrat Party, uh, in hundreds of cases, politicians, mainstream media, they denied that President Trump won. They were the election deniers of 2015, 2016. That's correct. I'm sorry, 2016 on to 2017. Forgive me on that one. And then also, on Inauguration Day, hundreds of Antifa and BLM and other left-wing people committed insurrection in Washington, D.C. When Trump was being inaugurated, they burned, they attacked, they killed people. It was awful. Where were the Democrats then? And, oh, yes, I hope you listened to Mark Dice. I, I, I linked to his video today. It was a, a really a well-done documentary examination of what was done back then, how these Democrats are hypocrites and liars, folks. Uh, I, you know, I dare anyone to call me a hypocrite and then give me an example. And, and you can't use my comedy and statements made that are clearly, uh, <clears throat> clearly satirical. And you can't use examples when I read other people's words and then say, see, John said those words and that was different than his other words. Uh, prove that I'm a hypocrite, right? Just because I read someone else's words doesn't mean those are my freaking words. Unbelievable. Okay, Jolene, did anyone get the word? Did anyone get Hillary Clinton's uh, disastrous uh, debacle of a D word. <laughs> there it is. Heidi, Heidi, Heidi won the game. Very good. Yes, deplorable. Ah, she's so special. I just think not, not well, Heidi's special, of course, but Hillary is beyond special. And pedo Hitler, hashtag pedo Hitler needs to be brought right back into Twitter. Hashtag pedo Hitler. Uh, he's earned that one, I tell you. Screaming, yelling, sniffing. Joe Biden's done it all, <laughs> people. I mean, it's hit the fan. If I didn't laugh, I'd lose my mind. Literally, I would lose my shit if I didn't laugh at these people and make jokes about them. But in all seriousness, are you prepared? Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. You need to be, folks. Because the despicable despotic, dunderhead, deplorable Democrats. <laughs> They're serious about throwing us under the bus, taking us for a drag, putting us in manacles, chains, handcuffs, leg cuffs, taking us to FEMA camps, re-education camps, work camps, as Senator dipshit said, oh, the gulags, the gulags, I've been to the gulags, gulags are a good thing. You got a job, you got a bed, you got lots of work, gulags, right? Bernie Sanders, the communist Democrat, thinks gulags aren't that bad. Standing in bread lines is good because you stand in line, you get your bread, you go home. You don't have time to get in trouble or spend money because you don't have money because you're communists. These fucking people, folks. They say the most insane things. 
the First Amendment. There needs to be limits on that. It needs to be eliminated altogether. Free speech is a threat to democracy. Free speech is dangerous. I mean, what, literally, what is pedo Hitler going to talk about? The threat of political violence and the threat from people who deny the results of a Nintendo game. How is that a threat to anybody except them if they're cheating? You see, they don't want people to question. They don't want the words to even be said. That's why YouTube has preemptively come out and said, anyone talks about Nintendo games and we're going to silence you. We're going to censor you. We're going to give you a strike. We're going to take your channel down. You bet, folks. Meanwhile, Elon Musk, who is, without a doubt, the greatest hero on the planet to Uman. <laughs> Actually, he's not. Uman is no hero. Uh, I'm sorry. Elon Musk is no hero to Uman. I'm just teasing Uman. It's, we're watching this Elon Musk character, folks, to see what happens. Now, <clears throat> Uh, unfortunately, he's not going to restore accounts until after the election for people who have been silenced by Twitter. I don't know how that's going to help free speech, uh, Mr. Musk. Anyways, uh, the Twitter Moderation Council, which is anti-American, anti-free speech, folks, they could silence you. Do you know how quickly, if they could silence us, do you know how quickly we could have martial law on the streets? Every Nancy in the neighborhood would love there to be full-on censorship. Because then you can't criticize, well, national leaders, state leaders, local leaders. You can't criticize the radical leftists. They could send their stormtroopers, their brown shirts, their Nazi youth, a.k.a. Antifa, and send them right out on the streets against us. And who would you tell? Who could you talk to? How could you get the news out if we're completely controlled? So, yeah, I hope Elon Musk frees up some speech out there, right? They need, folks, they're getting, they're getting a lot of criticism. Uh, these scumbag moderation council on Elon Musk. Fire them, man. He should just fire them. Uh, because uh, one here, his name is, get this, love the name, Yoel, Y-O-E-L, Yoel Roth. He called Trump a Nazi and, quote, a racist tangerine. Now, if Trump is orange, an orange man bad, um, isn't that racist and prejudicial to talk about a person's color and use it in a negative, pejorative sense? You can't say, hey, that, that person over there, that, that dude's green, and that makes him bad. Right? You, can't, you can't do that anymore, I thought. I mean, you can't say brown man bad. You can't say black man bad. You can't say green man bad. You can't say, you know, blue man bad. You shouldn't be able to say any color. So why is, uh, you know, tangerine, right? It's unbelievable, right? It'd be like calling me pinky or something because I have so little color. I'm basically pink. Uh, okay, let us uh, let us move on. We're getting close to that half hour mark. Get your questions in, folks. I've got a ton of shit to talk about. I've got a ton of shit to talk about. One, two, three, four, five. I've got a lot more to talk about. But guess what? It is your turn, folks. It's your turn. You know, maybe you want to talk about Dr. Fauci. With COVID... I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case, which really forced us to adapt and to change some of our policies and recommendations. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on when it really was the evolution of the science. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, folks. Let's do it. Let's get to your questions. Are you ready?
Oh, they are, folks. These goose-stepping idiots. I mean, what 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 is SHDF for you? Is it the First Amendment destroyed or the Second Amendment destroyed? Is it your Fourth and Fifth Amendment protections? Ask people, the January 6th protesters, who are now in jail and have been in jail, closing in on two years, held in, in solitary confinement, being beaten, denied basic human rights. Where's the UN? Where's the United Nations? Where are the Republicans in Congress, in the Senate, in the House of Representatives? These Americans are being held, folks, as insurrectionists and being charged when they finally get some of them to court with parading? Parading? Really? That's a parade? Walking is a parade. Unfathomably stupid. But here we are, folks. Tyranny always starts very small. Evil starts very small. It always does. And that's how it starts. That's what Egg Shen said at the beginning of Big Trouble in Little China as well. It's always very small. But that's how it starts. Let's do this. Let's get to your questions. Jolene, who do you want to bring up first? We've got Eli in the Wolverine State. He says, democracy is the threat to democracy. One vote and the rules change. That's democracy. That's really a, a great way to say that. The biggest threat to democracy is democracy. Because in a democracy, 51%, right? All they have to do is decide to get rid of democracy, and democracy kills itself. Democracy in a democracy, a true democracy, you could vote for a dictator, which would destroy the democracy. All you need is a 1% what? A 1% advantage. 51% can decide what the other 49% have to choke down. That's a, that's a big difference, folks, between a constitutional republic and a democracy. In a republic, we have rules. Some rules can be changed. Other rules cannot. When you're based on God's law, right? The deists, those who believe in God who created the U.S. Constitution, said, right? And they also said it in the Declaration of Independence, which is the foundation of our law. We have inalienable rights that come from God. There you have it the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, property ownership, the right to free speech. It existed before the First Amendment. The right to free speech and press and religion existed before the First Amendment. The First Amendment just enshrined it in the Constitution. The Second Amendment, the right to defend oneself and the right and duty to defend your country was enshrined in the Second Amendment. That right pre-existed pre-existed the Constitution. It pre-existed the Declaration of Independence, which just enumerated our rights while making complaints against the scumbag tyrant in government at that time, King George. Now we have different scumbag tyrants. Folks, democracy, they don't last. We have a constitutional republic, and it is in peril because we have people calling it a democracy. Thank you, Eli. Let's move on to the next topic. We have, ooh, man, <laughs> ooh, man, buddy, you know, I just had to pull your chain a little bit, man. He said, Elon is just another distraction. That won't save us any more than Trump did. Now, <clears throat> correct. As my dear mother said, she turned 75 this year. Dear old mom, she said, God helps those who help themselves. In other words, it's up to us, the people. It's not up to Trump. It's not up to Elon. It's not up to DeSantis. It's up to us, you and me. It's up to us. It's up to us. We get to vote for the people in government, right? That's coming up. And we'll see what kind of Nintendo games are played. We get to see next Tuesday. I'll be voting. Are, are you? I'll be calling my elected representatives. 
How about you? Texting them, messaging them, letting them know your opinion? It's up to us. And if they fail, folks, to give us a fair game of Nintendo, then guess what? It's up to us to make it right in any way that we feel is, uh, shall we say, lawful. We have a duty. We have a right. We have the authority as people to govern ourselves. And that was determined and decided and put into action under the Declaration of Independence. That can happen again. Am I saying that we should do that? Am I calling for insurrection? No, that would be harmful and dangerous and a violation of terms of service and community guidelines in YouTube. And I don't ever do that. I'm a satirist. I'm a joker. I'm a toker. I'm a midnight smoker. <laughs> Tell you what, folks. Be prepared. It is that bad. Yeah, I, I look to Elon Musk to trigger the leftists. I look to Trump to bring enthusiasm to the voter base and to get people excited and engaged in politics. I think that's what his role is. I look at someone like Governor DeSantis as a terrific role model that other governors should aspire to be like and that the people should elect others, others who are like Governor DeSantis. Governor DeSantis will not save us. President Trump will not save us. Elon Musk will not save us. We have to save ourselves by holding these clowns accountable. And once they get in office, we make sure they keep doing what they're supposed to. Because God forbid they start treating this country like a democracy and taking our rights, or rather attempting to take our rights with fiat authority, which is not real. Let us move on if we shall. Thank you, man. Glad I got to pull your chain a little, buddy. Mikey G says, Obozo got shouted down by chance of let's go, Brandon. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> I caught that. Right. They're having to drag out dusty, old, smelly Obama. Right. They had to, I guess, pry him out from uh, between uh, Michael's bun cheeks and get him back out on the road campaigning, trying to gin up support. I mean, Brandon, right, a pedo Hitler was down in Florida again. The man who got 91 million votes two years ago, 91 million votes still cannot fill a gymnasium, much less an arena or a super stadium the way Trump and others can. Unfreaking believable, folks bringing out Obama, and they just shout him down. Start screaming, let's go, Brandon, <laughs> right? Interrupting him. He's an idiot, folks. All he is is a clean, articulate idiot. He's a mouthpiece. That's all he has ever been. <sighs> I mean, this is how bad the Democrat campaigning is, folks, right? Uh, I mean, they sent... <laughs> they, they sent... <clears throat> Uh, hashtag pedo Hitler down to Florida to try and campaign for uh, Christ, who's running for governor, and, and Val Demings, who's running for senator, and they suck. These, these candidates suck. And, and the crowd was there. They couldn't even get excited about President Biden. <laughs> so Debbie Wasserman Schultz, uh, Hillary Clinton, hack of a politician. I think she's out of Florida, too. She's like, this is a quote, come on, wake up. We got President Biden. <laughs> no one gives a shit, Debbie. Right? I guess Debbie does Florida, and Florida doesn't want Debbie. All righty, then. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let us move on and see who else has got something. It's Blue Core Devil checking in. He says, did you see Stephen Chowder show yesterday talking to an embalmer in England about the blood clots in the dead? Uh, bring out your dead, <laughs> bring out your dead, clonk. Uh, they're continuing, folks, as people are dead, and then the uh, <clears throat> embalmers. Now, folks, understand, when, when blood quits moving, it clots. The platelets clot. So, right, 
an embalmer, right? They inject the body with embalming fluid to break all this up and they drain all the nasty stuff out. And it's, it's kind of a, kind of a morbid job, right? Undertaker. Uh, but, but every now and then someone's personality and whatever makes them want to do that. A guy I went to school with, uh, his last name was Robles. Uh, he was like, I want to be a mortician. He used to say that in high school. The dude was funny. What a character. Anyways, I, I think he actually went on to become a mortician. At least he went to mortician school. Uh, I won't, I won't tell you guys any more stories about him. Uh, anyways, the fact that these guys are trying to do their job and they can't clean out the veins and vessels and blood, uh, the arteries, because they're full of clots. What the hell is going on, folks? Literally, what the hell is going on? Unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I mean, the whole world is crazy. Whether we're talking about the Jim Jones juice and Little Doctor Doom, or we're talking about a hashtag pedo Hitler out there, or get this, right? In California, there's a senator from San Francisco. He's a state senator from San Francisco. By the way, this clown promotes drag shows and sex with minors, according according to the Gateway Pundit. But he says he knows David DePoppy, Paul Pelosi's attacker. Now get this. This guy, who of course, uh, according to the Gateway Pundit, promotes drag shows and sex with minors, right? A, a, a minor attracted person. He says, quote, I've been aware of him for a long time. Speaking of David DePoppy. Folks, at some point, God's wrath is going to visit the city by the bay. And soon, I mean, that place, talk about your cesspools. Uh, they need to have a real big event, some high tide action, and then some low tide action, and just carry that filth out to sea, out to the ocean, and uh, let the salt water just do its magic and just scrub it clean. That town is just unbelievable. You wonder how someone like David DePoppy from uh, Berkeley, California, the Haight-Ashbury district, the, the seat and uh, birth canal, uh, the anal birth canal of hippiedom. Right? Unbelievable. I've been aware of him for a long time. I wonder if this guy, this state senator, let me give you his name. I want you to do your own research on this guy. Because it's important. I don't want you to just take my word or uh, my reporting or Gateway Pundit's reporting. The, the Democrat state senator, his name is Scott Weiner. W-I-E-N-E-R. Scott Weiner. State Senator, California, Scott Weiner from San Francisco. Scott Weiner, who <clears throat> has some questionable moral standards that need to be examined, but the people of San Francisco elected him. I mean, to each their own, right? Hey, you want to be like that? Uh, justice is going to be served ultimately and in good time. All right, Jolene, I know we got a lot of questions. It's a big, 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 big day. Bonnie Blue, has John talked about the protest in Rio de Janeiro and the burning of a government food distribution center yet? Uh, <clears throat> the protests in Rio de Janeiro, I believe, uh, are having to do with the Nintendo game that went bad. And President Bolsonaro is having something to do with that. The protests are, are big. I don't know about the food distribution center fire though uh i am not familiar with that story uh, rio being in the southern hemisphere or darn close to it uh you know it's a ways away <laughs> but what's got my attention is the fact that the police are supporting the president the military they actually have a role in uh the constitution in the law in brazil uh that if there's a problem with the Nintendo game, then the military does an inquiry. The military does an investigation. 
and the president folks in an emergency let's just take let's just take brazil for uh, an example in an emergency in brazil the president has very special powers and one of those powers that is described is that he can have judges arrested for clear violations of the law now i folks completely agree with government having control over government functionaries. Now, I don't like the fact that a government says it has emergency powers over us, the people, me and you. The government is in charge of administering the government. The government is not in charge of the people. The government has specific roles and duties set out in what are known as the Constitution, right? Every country has a Constitution or set of rules that it operates under. The government is in charge of itself. We elect representatives. So when the government officials, the government magistrates, the government representatives, the government bureaucrats fail to do their job or clearly violate their oaths, right, their duties, then, yeah, they should just be investigated and, if needed, arrested. Folks, we're that close to seeing a country like Brazil come unstitched, unhinged, come off its hinges and go full on Mad Max. They're threatening the United States now, again, with shutting the power off. That's another story that's out there. Oh my gosh, we just discovered that, uh, <clears throat> we just discovered that the US power grid is much more vulnerable than we thought. What a surprise. We're coming up on America's game of Nintendo next Tuesday. And now, right, that shit show is going to be visited with the ghost of Grid Down. Are you prepared? You have a generator for short term. Do you have solar panels and batteries for short term power loss and keeping your computer, your phones, your communication, right? I'm keeping my emergency radio close at hand. I've got my walkie-talkies close at hand. I've got enough to have a security team close by and close at hand and in close communication to keep neighborhood security where it needs to be. And that is fully functioning, fully aware in times of emergency. Because I believe that I have a duty, folks, to protect myself and everyone around the old bunkeroo Make sure everyone's talking and communicating. Are you prepared? The preparedmind.club, folks. The preparedmind.club. You can sign up and be a premium member, ask questions daily, or you can go there to buy the products you need, whether it's defense items, communications items, food items, clothing items, medical items, or getting medical information about what is out there, what is happening with the Jim Jones juice what is happening with Cerveza bug and the lies that are being created about that? I mean, they're trying to scare everyone in England, folks. Did you know that there's a lockdown in England right now? That's right, folks. In, in Britain, they've ordered all poultry and captive birds indoors. They're now to be locked indoors in the, in the largest ever bird flu outbreak. Chickens are getting locked down, folks. Chicken lockdown. I mean, is that to remind everyone that humans can be locked down? Or is it like, hey, humans, chickens, anyone the government wants, they can lock them down. Food supply, look out, folks. Bird flu outbreak. Un, un, unbelievable. The links government will go to to scare people because fear is the single greatest motivator. I want you to be motivated by your intellect, by your understanding what's going on out there. That's why we talk about all of these topics, military, economic, industrial, social, educational, legal, mainstream media, entertainment media, social media, what's going on in our neighborhoods as well as the government so we can be prepared and make intelligent decisions, not fear-based stupidity. Oh my God, chicken flu. Right. Okay, uh, Jolene, who do we have up next? We have Heidi, Heidi, Heidi with a question. Do you think that hashtag pedo Hitler Biden might impose martial law 
after the Nintendo game next Tuesday night. Allowing authorities to take seed spreaders, freedom seed spreaders. Um, no, I do not. I do not think that he might. I think that there is a, well, I'm not going to say an impossible chance, but a very small chance. I would say that the odds are less than 5%, Heidi. Uh, and the reason I say that, uh, go ahead and put her question back up there if you would, please. Um Martial law, there's a big step between the election and martial law, <clears throat> right? Um, that's going to happen next week. Now, if people are not happy with how the Nintendo game turns out, we could end up with protests. We could end up with violence. And I think that we would have SHTF Mad Max hotspots, maybe Portland, Maybe parts of Philly or parts of D.C. or parts of New York or parts of Baltimore, parts of Chicago. In these contentious areas, maybe parts of Atlanta, parts of Dallas, Austin, Texas. Maybe parts of San Francisco or parts of L.A. But I don't think the whole country. You see, that's that's the deal with Biden is if he imposed martial law, he would have to do it for the whole country, would he not? Or would he just support any governor that needed to do that? Now, that I believe is very possible. We could end up uh, maybe not with martial law, which, again, is very drastic. I think we could have curfews. I think that we could have some curfew action in some very dangerous areas because I am certain that if the Nintendo game does not go the way the Democrats like, that they will encourage their lunatic Hitler youth and their lunatic brown shirts to come out. That would be Antifa and BLM, the same way they did in 2020 to create havoc, mayhem, to burn, loot, and murder. But I don't think that Biden is going to go national on it. But he is making the case, Heidi. He's making the case. You do have a good point there with his up coming uh, uh, speech, you know, his upcoming speech about political violence and Nintendo game deniers. And I'm glad that you and others are picking right up on the new code that we get to use. That's right, because we're not allowed to talk about Nintendo games next Tuesday night. So we'll talk about Nintendo games the same way we don't talk about Corona. Instead, we talk about Cerveza Bug. And we certainly don't talk about the V word. We talk about the Jim Jones juice. Uh, it's a fun game to play in a way, right? Try and keep up. <laughs> All right. Jolene, who do we have next? We've got Eli in the Wolverine State. He says, there are protests everywhere in Europe right now. Nobody wants to starve or freeze. The cities in Europe are going to be crazy this winter if things keep going as they are. Yes, they are, Eli. The people are protesting. They continue to protest as asinine, deplorable government fig, uh, elected officials and bureaucrats are continuing to destroy European culture, European law, European infrastructure, European business over energy. I mean, I did read an article that they're going to shut down a wind farm in Europe and mine coal there instead. And I thought, that's that's got to be satire. That's got to be the onion or Babylon Bee or something. Because uh, to go from wind power to let's burn that fucking coal uh, to make power, that one, one, makes sense. But the bureaucratic and uh, permit requirements and, and environmental studies to get windmills put up Plus, the cost of the windmill infrastructure itself is so incredible. I couldn't see these left-wing lunatic dumbass mothers going out and tearing down their windmills to actually make power, right? I think that they're so freaking stupid and ignorant in Europe, the leaders, that is, that they would rather have their people freeze to death and protest all winter, stamping their feet to stay warm as they wear six freaking sweaters, and they look like Ralphie's little brother with his arms sticking straight out. They would rather have that than admit that they 
the dumbass bureaucrats, elected officials, European Union, all those idiots, right? All of the uh, environmental wackos, they don't want to admit they're wrong. They would rather have people die than have to admit that they're wrong. Fucking morons. Okay, let's move on if we shall. We got more. It's Bonnie Blue, too. Hey, she says, I wouldn't want to be in the cities if and when this diesel shortage comes to fruition. More on the diesel shortage. Um, uh, authorities are saying that it's a it's an exaggeration that we're going to run out of diesel, even though we are at all-time historical lows in, in terms of percentage needed for the economy to operate. Since they've been keeping track of it in the 1940s, we're at an all-time low percentage-wise. Uh, the government or officials or experts are saying, well, we, we're not going to run out, but there could be localized problems, which will require special distribution efforts to make sure that fuel gets to where it's needed. So some fuel stations may run out, but that doesn't mean the whole country's out. By golly, everyone stay calm, relax, stay calm, don't panic. Don't panic, folks. This is John talking. Don't panic. Be aware. Be prepared. You see a hurricane coming? You get prepared. You you got you got a tornado warning? You get prepared. If you live in an earthquake zone or on a volcano in Hawaii, you get prepared to take action. Okay, let us uh, move along. Here we got uh, said uh, or Said. Americans have never seen a refugee situation. But we're about to. You'll have to make decisions that you'll never knew or thought you would ever have to make. Make as many as you can now. X, eliminate people who are a liability. Uh, Saeed, um, or Syed. I wish you could put the pronunciation up there. I don't want to mispronounce people's names. I try not to do that shit. Anyways, it's probably Saeed. Um, <clears throat> no, that's not racist or culturally insensitive. It's just a name I've heard a lot uh, in, my, in my multicultural business associations. Uh, anyways, when it comes to making decisions, how can you make a hard decision in the future? Thank you, Jolene. If you have not made the hard decision or thought about it up front, that's what being a prepper is about. It's about thinking about the coming hard decisions so that when they do come, if and when, and Saeed's saying if, when, it's coming, look out. You aren't prepared either with the tools to deal with liabilities, that is to say problems, right? You have risk management tools, but if you have not thought about it, nor gotten them, nor practiced with them, bang, 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 bang. How can you make the appropriate decision at the right time? And I'll tell you what, folks, when you make hard decisions, even if you make the right decision, it's not an easy decision. You can make it fast. You can make it quick. You can make it proper. But you'll think about it because life is full of shitty consequences. Some of these liabilities are going to be friends and family. They're going to be co-workers. Some of these liabilities are going to be people that you've probably seen in public before. You know, neighbors, people in your community. You're going to see people come unhinged, unglued, unraveled, and they're going to lose their shit. They're going to make these COVID Karens look like calm, rational people. If and when things get extremely nasty. I'm going to ask you again. Are you ready? And if you are, to any degree, when you think about it, aren't you glad that you have already become a prepper? A chance favors the prepared mind is yours. We'll be back bright and early. We're going to roll, right, blasting out of the bunker, zero dark 30 tomorrow. But for now, I wish you a good night. And I say to you, Godspeed and get prepared. And Semper Fi means always faithful. Good night.